Hello and welcome back to the HFFL pod. We are on episode 58. This is a big week, a big moment. We are having our first live pod of the in-season uh, little session here we got going. We have a new owner, Mr. Arico, and Arico has joined us. Arico, how you doing? Great, man. How about yourself? Happy to be here. Doing awesome. Glad we were able to get a live pod, get you on here. And we got uh, the Lynch boys here, Kellen and Brendan. Kellen, how are you? I'm doing great. I got a glass of bourbon in front of me. I got NFL uh, or Thursday night football on one screen and the Red Wings getting smoked to nothing right now on the other, but life is good. Let's watch some football. Let's talk some football. Dacta, how are you? I'm good. I'm in my newly built man cave doing the same as Kellen. I got my Lions make me drink koozie ready to go. <laughs> Happy to be here. All right. Perfect. All right, so we're going to do the same, same little setup as always here. Uh, we'll go over the week nine results. We're going to do a fab review and then break down each of the week 10 matchups here. Uh, we do have four NFL teams on a bye. We have the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans. So get those guys out of your lineups. Uh, but we're going to start with Rico. Rico, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah, I grew up here in east side of Michigan, uh, Commerce Township area. Um, went out to Grand Valley for college and made my way back over here for the career. Um, so yeah, I, I grew up, went to high school with Kellen. We grew up together, um, stayed close while he went out to central. We've had a couple nights, both at central and, you know, grand Valley and whatnot. And, you know, played golf league, played, I don't know how many leagues we in Kellen. About I actually, five. this was like, I, I wrote down some notes for, for you introducing yourself. <clears throat> I personally am in 10 leagues, auction keeper, HFFL, waffle, best ball, guillotine, masters, my work league, another league with I'm in with Brendan and my dad and uncles and cousins on my dad's side, uh, and a DraftKings league. Uh, that's ten leagues that I'm in. With Matt's entrance now into HFFL, that makes seven of these ten leagues that you and I are in together. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're great friends. We got a lot in common, especially a little bit of a love for gambling and uh, fantasy football. So we find ourselves uh, crossing paths pretty often. Nice. Yeah. nice. Very nice. What do you yeah. do for a living? I work for Dell. I sell data center uh, equipment all throughout Michigan. Oh, okay. I had a uh, interesting interaction with Dell. We'll have to get into that one time. <laughs> Absolutely. We will. Didn't, didn't go well. Let's just put it out there. Oh. All worked out in the end, but Dell can uh, fuck off. Sorry about your, sorry about my language there for the kids. Uh, hey, any kids, Enrico? No kids. boy. Smart play. No kids. You have no, two dogs. That's about it. That's a financially savvy move. Um, so how long have you been playing fantasy football? I know you said you and Kellen have been buddies since high school. You've been doing it since then? When did we start our first league, Kellen? Um, it's got to be I like 10 say, years or something like that. Probably, yeah, I think, uh, I think if I had to guess the year. Yeah, it was probably our sophomore year. Junior, yeah, probably sophomore year of college. It was the keeper yeah. league, but it was just a normal redraft league at the time. So, yep, exactly. Uh, that be 2009, 2010, something like I that. Mean, I think that, yeah, nice. that checks out. Yeah, I was going to say about a decade. I don't think we really played in high school too much. Everyone mm -hmm. was focused on other things, but got to college and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, you told me uh, before you started that you were in 11 other leagues. You got a lot of different types. What's your favorite type of league that you have going on? Honestly, I really love my DraftKings league. Um, it just, 
it's such a unique league. I think there's 50 different people. You play somebody heads up each week and you can win 10 bucks a week if you win. And then on top of that, there's like top point score. There's just so many different ways to win money. And, you know, you're not totally screwed if somebody gets hurt or something like that. Um, so I really love the DraftKings League. Also love the Dynasty Leagues. Um, our Keeper League is a lot of fun um, where it all started. I've ha- kind of had like, would I go five years in a row, Kellen and Brendan, something like well, that? I think it was like that. You had, uh, you had quite th- the reign of dominance. I, yeah. I think it was five years straight. Yeah. I think and this you could go six because this would be this, your six. This, this could be six. Yeah, this could be six in a row. I've had this golden laptop. You know, it's, I mean, this thing has lived with me in two houses, maybe three now. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had that stupid thing. I forgot yeah, the golden laptop uh, existed. You got, well, that's what happens when someone has this trophy for half a decade. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But no, I, I don't I know gonna... if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen again this year. My, I mean, well, I, I had a great team. You know, I had Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, um, Christian McCaffrey. You're welcome. God, I don't need James Conner. Yeah, no, thank you. You're welcome yeah, for Mar- Marlon Mack. We won't get into how you got <laughs> Christian McCaffrey basically for free, but um, I'll let everyone know you can thank uh, – we can thank Brendan for that idiotic trade. Honestly, um, the, it gets my best blood trade I've... when I think about it, so we won't get too far into it. But yeah. Matt had quite a reign there, and I, I think I think it's going to come to an end because you guys are looking at now the by Honestly, far number one seed in that league. So we'll you, see how it you develops. Have, you do have a good team. Kellen, I will give you that. You know, you've had about five years to build it. So good job. Um, but mine's not terrible. You know, I'm getting McCaffrey back. I got a lot of studs on offense still. I'm not counting it out. I've dealt with a lot of injuries this year already. And if I can just get the boys healthy for a playoff run, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a low seed you want to see in the playoffs. We'll, we'll put it that way. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. This is exactly what I was looking for. Perfect. I told you he was competitive. <laughs> That's what I wanted. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so we'll move into the trades a little bit. Um, The first one we have on the docket here was between me and Rich. Um, I got Jarvis Landry for my 2023 second. Um, Any thoughts here, Kellen? Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan, Jimmy. Uh, I don't think you need Jarvis. I don't think he makes your team better. Uh, I think Rich made a good move here for the second rounder, even though it's very possible that this is the last pick in the second round. Maybe Jarvis gets to get more action. with Odell out of town, but we didn't see that last week. So I think Rich wins this trade in my mind. But Jimmy, tell me why I'm wrong because I'd like to get your thought process behind it. And well, let's usually uh, up to something that I don't think of initially. Well, let's let Brendan go here first, and then I'll I'll say why. Go You're ahead, on Brendan. Brendan. Well, it's a 2023 second, right? Yep. So we're talking two years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. I, I think it's good on both ends. Uh, Rich clearly has uh, counted the season as a loss, so might as well get rid of get some assets and, and draft picks. And, and Jimmy, that is uh, two years from now a second pick. That's super cheap. So I don't. I think it's good for both people. Rich, I think you probably should have tried to go get something for this next draft, but at the end of the day, it probably doesn't matter all that much. Yeah, reason I made this trade is it's inevitable that Joe Mixon will get hurt. Everybody knows it. It's like a worst kept secret in fantasy football. Um, and when he does, you know, then I'm, I'm having zero depth. I'm obviously losing Juju has kind of, well, not that he was any good anyway anymore, but 
losing Juju is kind of my my emergency break glass if needed kind of guy. So Jarvis Landry is just filling his role. And if you think about it, Juju and Jarvis Landry are like the same person. Obviously, Juju had one big blow up year. Uh, but since then, he has been no better than Jarvis has been his whole career. So uh, the target share was there for Jarvis last week. He just didn't do anything with it. So we'll see. Um, I agree with you. It was a, a little high, but at the same time, like Brennan said, it's two years away. So charge it on the credit card and move on. He would hey, if you're going to go for it, go for it, you know? That's right. That's right. What were you saying, Brennan? You with it then. You got two years. Exactly. I'll it's make future that future you problem. I got Ryan's pick. That'll be 101 because he is trash, milkbag yeah, ass. You'll trade rape someone else. <laughs> Or it's all said and done too. So it'll be yeah, we'll see. You'll get that right. back. Next move, we have Julian and Mike making a deal. Julian gets Zach Ertz and Mike's 2023 third. Mike gets my 2022 second and Ryan's 2022 second. What do you think about that, Brennan? Yeah, I love that Julian's going for it. Uh, it's been super aggressive the past like two weeks, uh, all these trades he's made. Ertz seems to be fitting in okay so far in Arizona. Um, so for two late seconds, uh, Jim and Ryan's, which probably what three of two of two of the last four picks, probably of that second round, it's a pretty good deal for positions that's super hard to come by. So I don't mind it at all for, for Julian and Mike, uh, it's kind of the same as same situation as rich. He's probably not going to make the playoffs. You might as well sell as many, sell as many of the assets as you can while you can. Right. What do you think, Brennan or Kellen? Sorry. Yeah, so uh, I got a little longer of an analysis on this one. They're not all this long, but um, I'm shocked sure you want to talk. <laughs> I think this one's pretty close. Um, I like the move for both sides, which is kind of cop out, but I, I did, I guess, end up taking a clear stance. If I had to choose one side, um, I'll give it to Mike for a couple reasons. Uh, first, you know, the second round picks have value. Mike has next to nothing for future picks in both 2022 and 2023. So this helps him kind of reload a little bit. Second, I know there's a lot of buzz around Arizona right now. I guess this is kind of my hot take for the pod, but they did the same thing last year and they, they fizzled out. Those wheels just fell off. So until they prove me wrong, you, know, you kind of are what you are until you prove to be otherwise. I, I think Arizona is going to fizzle out already. We already see Kyler and DeAndre kind of banged up. Um, I don't know. I, I think, you know, if Arizona's offense falls apart, um Ertz is in that offense so that could kind of hurt him but um again that's kind of my hot take that's probably not so popular but um I, Brendan nailed it on the head what I love to see is Julian going for it um he's made a few moves here even after losing Derrick Henry which is just an absolute body blow um a lot of people just kind of crumble and give up after that but Julian's making moves I love to see it um Did, I like the how many tight ends Mike, do we but, start again one minimum, and you can start up to three, right? No. Okay. Two. Yeah. Two. Up to I think three. you can start two. included in that flex spot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just – I was looking at it, and I, I just didn't know if he, Julian really needed Ertz, to be completely honest with you. He's more of a depth piece, right? He's got – Yeah. Uh, I really – I don't know. I really like Fryermuth. He's had, like, three hot weeks. You got um, Claypool, who went down this week. I mean – He's going to get targets. Big Ben clearly likes him. Right. No, I, yeah. I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I definitely bad. said he had Andrews. That's not true before I get blown up on the group chat. I'm looking at it now. No, Rico has Andrews. Yeah. Okay. No, he's got Firemuth and Janu, and then he traded for Ertz. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's a really good point good. there. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just didn't know if he needed Ertz, to be completely honest. I mean, one year depth piece, yeah, but 
two seconds seems like an expensive one-year depth piece. I think that's yeah, fair. Must not have any uh, confidence in Ferrari moves. I don't know that, but hey, hey, Kellen, what would uh, the footballers say right now? The muth is loose. That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Next deal here is between Ryan and Rich. Ryan gets Melvin Gordon. Uh, Rich gets Gabriel Davis. Ryan's 2023 second and Ryan's 2023 third. What do you think about this here, Kellen? Another close one, I think, and another trade where uh, it's clear that someone, Ryan in this case, is gearing up for a hopeful championship run. So good for Ryan for making a move for Melvin. Um, yeah. yeah. Also good for Rich, though, for getting some picks for his rebuild that he's, he's embracing, which he's not half-assing it, which is good. Uh, I think the time to sell Melvin Gordon is here, and Rich struck while the iron's hot. Yeah. And most of the fantasy football universe, I think, is ready for Javante Williams' time in Denver, but Melvin Gordon's just not going to go away, uh, which is kind of annoying to a lot of people. Um, yeah. He's going to get some heavy use for the rest of the season, um, but Rich got some good draft capital, so good trade. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, apparently I've been sleeping under a rock because I didn't know Melvin Gordon was as productive as he was until I started researching for tonight. Um, Ryan obviously needs him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has been so inconsistent. So who knows what he's going to have with him going forward. Um, overall, I thought it was a, a decently fair trade. Melvin Gordon's what, upper 20s, early 30s, however old he is. A um, couple seconds pretty much, and a young wide receiver that doesn't hasn't done much. So pretty fair price, I think. As for Rich, he's building up those picks, so good on him. Yeah, you got anything to add here, Rico? I, I, I like the trade on both sides, uh, to be completely honest. Um, Ryan looks like he's making a run and needs depth at the position. Just lost Chase Edmonds for we don't know how long. Christian McCaffrey is still, like, getting eased back into things here. So, no, I think it's a great depth move for him. Um, and, yeah, Rich is getting some well, much-needed much picks here. So, no, I think, honestly, this is a good trade on both sides. Yeah, and if you look at Melvin's playoff schedule, if something were to happen to Javante Williams, I mean, he could be a monster down the stretch. So when I first saw this trade, I wasn't real thrilled about it, but kind of like Brendan said, you know, once you start looking into it, I didn't realize how productive Gordon had been. So uh, he hasn't had a bad year. No, not at all. And he's, and, time, and he's been you know, scoring touchdowns. Right, exactly. So, you know, he, and he's been getting a touchdown. So, like, if you, you know, get a touchdown and a couple of yards, it's better than i don't know some of the other running back options i mean for instance take a look at my running back room (laughs) (laughs) i'll take you Mitchell off your hands yeah send over an offer dude everyone's for sale (laughs) yeah no problem i'm going i'm going off memory here but javante had i don't know how many carries but like 111 yards last week it's productive as hell he didn't get a touchdown i don't know if melvin did but that's kind of what melvin does i I think think melvin did get a touchdown last week he did or he did not I thought he did. I'm not positive. We can research that. All right. Yeah, so we can, we can fact check that. That's right. Yeah. So this is where uh, we bring in a Rico and what first day, second, I think it was second day, second day makes a monster trade here. So a Rico gets Tim Patrick, uh, 2022, Mike first, 2022, Corey second, 2022, Mike third, 2023, Corey first and Corey gets AJ Brown. A Rico, tell us about this deal. Yeah, so I came in, and you just got to, you know, shake some things up when you come in, first off. So I took a look at the roster, and yeah, A.J. Brown is a hell of a player. I mean, 
can't hold anything against the guy, to be completely honest. And he's having a great year. But in the long run, I think for my team, I need just volume. I need lots of pieces, not one piece. Um, and, you know, the way I was going to do that was to get as many picks as possible and try to draft youth um, and see what we can do here. Or, you know, I mean, I've got, I think, like 10 picks now in the first three or four rounds next year. Um, so with that much too, you know, I can go buy some players if I wanted to. Um, so that, that was kind of my thought process about it. And I wanted to throw them out there being available, had a couple offers come in immediately. Um, there was two or three pretty close offers, um, that I talked to people about. And essentially the difference maker was I was getting three picks in 22 instead of three picks in 23. Uh, which is why I went with Corey's offer because I wanted those picks sooner. I didn't want to have to wait two years to try to start a rebuild here. Um, so that's really was my whole thought process. And to be completely honest with you, I don't think the team that I walked into and inherited is really all that bad. Um, you know, there's a glaring need of running back. I'm sitting pretty at, at quarterback. Um, I've got some great young stud wideouts. You know, you got Waddle, you got Rondale Moore, love both of those guys. Michael Gallup's on a contract year. Who knows where he's going? You got Mark Andrews. So, like, over, you know, the team's not terrible. Um, going to figure out the defense here a little bit. I, I like what I see, though. It seems like I've got some productive players on defense being my first uh, IDP league. We'll see how that all goes. I'll get a feel for it. Um, but yeah, wanted to just figure out a way to get some picks and try to better the team for the future of it. And I thought I had to move my most valuable asset to do so. Yeah, no, that was a, that was definitely a mega deal. <clears throat> Sorry. I just got uh, stunned for a second. I'm trying to figure out why Sammy Watkins didn't just catch a touchdown. <laughs> that was, he kind of gave up on that. Yeah. yeah. What the hell just happened? He loses the lights. <laughs> I don't know. I just un unbelievable. No, I, I think that was a huge deal. Um, I definitely think you got a lot of assets. Um, I definitely offered, well, the picks probably weren't as good. Uh, Mike right now is not a playoff team. And then I, I know you've read through it and I'm sure you and Kellen have talked. Uh, we use potential points for teams that don't make the playoffs. So Mike right now, I want to say he's like sixth or seventh. So, I mean, that's a, that's a solid early pick. Corey's pick next year, you know, as the league has kind of proven this year, you know, we're, we're more balanced really than we've been. This is the 15th year of this league. And I think we're more balanced than we've been in at least a decade. Uh, the league has really kind of balanced out. It's not nearly as top heavy as it's been in the past. So, and you know, who knows, who knows where these picks will end up. Um, and so it definitely gives some intrigue when trading for future picks. That's one of the reasons I traded for Ryan's pick. Cause you just don't know. Um, Brendan, do you have anything you want to add to that deal? No, I just want to add on kind of where you're going, both Mike and Corey. I'm really, I know Corey kind of has surprised all of us how well he's doing this year I still think he's gonna miss out in playoffs so this is both these Mike and Corey picks are gonna I think end up mid-round draft picks which are pretty damn good um I don't know why Corey's going so hard for for guys right now he he should trust the process for like one more year but I know he doesn't like the draft so whatever go get go get the guy well and he's also third in points four and third in potential points I mean he's he, I know his, he's not doesn't have the record right now to be in the playoffs, but he's a legitimate team. I'm not saying that. I just no, yeah, just don't think he's there yet. Well, we'll a right lot. Now. He's definitely in now. So fight with someone yeah. else. What about you, Kellen? You got anything to add? 
Yeah, I, I like seeing Corey go make a move. I mean, he's kind of built uh, – I mean, his defense is – It's nasty. Machine. Yeah. So, like, you know, adding an offensive piece, that's kind of – you know, he's, he's trying to put himself over the top. And it's really exciting to see – I mean, he was the king of the basement last year um, on purpose. Cool. Yeah. But it's fun seeing him turn it around so quickly there. I think uh, – yeah, I don't know. We'll see where, where he ends up at the end of the year. I think he's been kind of living right. He's been getting some bounces, but he did lose last week. But uh, we'll see. You know, he, he's given himself a shot. That's for sure. So uh, good for him. I, I like it from his point of view, but I think Matt cashed in. I think he made the right move for his team too. So, um, yeah, Matt, keep keep doing what you're doing. I mean, every draft pick you get is just a dart throw. You're going to have whiffs. Everyone is. But, you know, you're going to have some hits too with whatever uh, you Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With. Plus they're, you know, they're – they're like fun coupons too. You can just buy things with them. <laughs> I was wondering when the first Wolf of Wall Street uh, reference would be coming up. <laughs> nice. All right. The last deal we have this week, been a busy week on the trade front. Orico um, gets Ryan's 2022 second and Ryan gets CJ Mosley. What did you think about this deal, Orico? Yeah. Another one of those deals where, I mean, CJ Mosley gets a shit ton of tackles and is uh, productive from that front I again still don't know how all of the defensive scoring works but I do know that CJ Mosley is getting up there in age I'm trying to rebuild if I can grab a second round pick in you know I think I have four now like I, I I'll take it absolutely take it yeah did you have anything you wanted to add here Kellen very little I mean he's a hell of a player that that you gave up Matt and Mosley but I mean it, your team is much better than what me and Brendan inherited and Jeff. Um, I think you still need some retooling. So I think it was right to move them and get some picks. So I, I, I like it from both sides, but you did what you needed to do. Brendan. Yeah, not really get rid of your uh, old guys while you can, while you rebuild. So I like it for both people. Yeah, Isn't no, he like 29? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's not super old, but he's been unreliable. Yeah. I mean, he was out for a full season, uh, 2019. Then he sat out for COVID last year. So, I mean, Selling him while he's hot, I think it's a smart play. And then for Ryan, obviously, he's trying to win a ship. So it's smart to add a linebacker who's got a high tackle floor and is making a lot of plays this year. So good move for both teams, really. All right, so uh, last week, just quickly, um, I picked Kellen as my lock over Brendan. That worked out real nice. Six and one this week, or six and one now on my locks. Um, upset, I took Corey over Julian. That didn't work out. I think I've lost three in a row here on the upset. So uh, that's not that's not going well either. Uh, the scoring data. Uh, last week, remember, if you remember, it was below average. Um, this week, week nine, we scored 166 on average. The average in 2019 and 2020 was 174 and a half. So scoring has been down below average here two weeks in a row. Uh, offensive scoring was that not average per team was 77 points. That's uh, four points lower than the lowest score this season. And the first time, uh, for the first time, I should say, the defense outscored the offense. The defensive average was 78. So that tied uh, fourth time this year that the defense has averaged 78 points. So uh, I don't know if it's just bye weeks or, you know, injuries or what, but the offensive scoring has really taken a nosedive here the last two weeks while the defensive scoring has remained at the, the higher end of steady. So it'll be interesting to see going forward um, if offense bounce backs or, or what happens here. So, all right, week nine, quick reviews. Uh, the Ryan versus Jim matchup. Brendan, what did you see here? Uh, that was a real big game. So uh, Ryan's team picked a real bad week to, for his offense to not show up. Um, I did quick math. His offense combined for 49.6 points. Um, yeah. 
So big loss for Ryan, who if won would have been tied with Jimmy for for first place. So big win for Jim, big loss for Ryan. Kellen? Yeah, it was a rivalry game, except it was over pretty quick. Um, Ryan got CMC back, but he didn't do much. Unfortunately, I, I think when I looked, McCaffrey's 12 points was actually Ryan's best offensive output for the week. Um, and his defense did good, not great, but the offensive firepower just wasn't there for Ryan. Uh, yeah. Jimmy puts up 205, which is actually kind of a ho-hum week for the Barrow Snowmen this year. Uh, Jimmy's team's a wagon. Right now it feels like a battle for second place but because you know, Jimmy's just rolling right now. Um, and unfortunately, I have to kind of hope that that continues because I have several Jonathan Taylor shares. So I have to root <laughs> against everyone but JT on your team. So, um, But go JT, go, because I got some love for him this year. There you go. Rico, did you want to add anything here or do you want us to move on to the next one? Um, I mean, yeah, you can move on to that one. I didn't really look at last week, to be completely honest with you. Um, I didn't know if you did, so I wanted to give you a chance if you did, but uh, we'll go ahead and move on. No, I appreciate it. All right, Scott versus Rich. Kellen, tell us about this one. Sorry, I was trying to find uh, our outro music and uh, got distracted. But uh, okay, Scott versus Rich. So um, Scott's not going away. He sells off Camara and still puts up 189. Um, Anyone who thinks Scott's just toast this year, I think you need to reevaluate. Rich's team doesn't have much to break down. The rebuild is on, and that's no secret. And, um, Scott Scott gets one here. Brendan? Yeah, Scott's obviously struggling this year, but I think he's still got one of the strongest rosters. Um, string of bad luck early on, and now he's sold Alvin last week. But even without him, he was still able to put up uh, almost 200 points. So, Nobody really blew up for him. He just had consistent guys who got late teens, early 20s, and, and did the work that he needed. So, uh, Scott, not super uh, surprised if Scott – I think he could still beat anyone in the league. Um, as for Rich, he's, he's obviously been one of the most active players in selling the past couple of weeks. So, I think he did exactly what he wanted to do and got the loss. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Mike versus Walt, Brendan. <clears throat> Yeah, look at Walt go. Um, Lamar and Devontae Smith balled out. Really good performance from his defense all around, and uh, Walt got the W. So, as for Mike, uh, pretty solid effort with 170, but a goose egg from one of his DNs. I forgot who it was. Kind of killed sweat. him here. Yeah. yeah. Um, either way, good effort and pretty close game. Yeah. Kellen? Yeah, Walt, baby, love is cooking. Uh, the Lamar Hollywood stack, uh, as Brennan mentioned, they're paying dividends. And we had a Devontae Smith sighting too, which is exciting to see from the, the rookie. And Walt's DBs showed out. Um, Mike got a combined 60 points from James Conner and Corderell Patterson. And it was just wasted by the rest of his squad tanking. Uh, it's tough having a couple of guys blow up like that, I'm sure, and still have it kind of be in a wasted effort. But um, look at Walt go. Yeah, Walt is uh Walt might be for real here, folks. We need to get yeah. some Walt baby love. We're we're <laughs> three or four weeks out, and uh, he's been quiet. Yeah, he's. I, I don't like scared it. To jinx All right, it. I think he's scared to jinx it. <clears throat> Fire him up, Walt. Get Walt baby love out here, and let's uh let's hear it. Orico needs to hear what Walt baby love is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard so much. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Maybe another sexy Kel sh shout out. Uh, you guys missed it. I, there you go. I showed sexy Kel uh, this year's week one shout out, and he was crying laughing. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that was raunchy too. That was bad. Yes, it was. It was a good one. 
All right, Corey Stevens versus Julian. Tell us about this one, Colin. Uh, decently close matchup here. Uh, Corey has to be disappointed after after last week's pod really starting to feel himself and then, uh, you know, kind of rolled over a little bit. Burrow had an awful week, and basically the entire rest of Corey's team was just very average and couldn't pick up any of the slack. Julian's team did just, did just enough to get the job done without too much anxiety. Uh, Captain Kirk, newly acquired Kamara, and Brian Burns were big contributors here, and the Muth got loose. <laughs> love that guy. <laughs> He's going to be so good. I love Gets it. me every time. Yep. All right, Brandon, you got anything it's gonna to add here? It's going to be – it's going to be a big thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, just it's probably the biggest matchup of the week uh, as far as standings go. Um, Corey, yeah, came out yesterday and, and pretty much told us how big it was. Um, unfortunately for Corey, he uh, did, couldn't get the win. Uh, Julian gets a big uh, game up on him. Yep. All right, Sam versus Kobe. What do you got here, Brandon? Yeah, we really shouldn't even talk about this game. Yeah, uh, I got nothing. Okay. Before we didn't even start a quarterback, so. He didn't have one. <laughs> it was a bad week. Callan? Sam went out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, uh, yeah, he definitely did. This Mike one dropped. was ugly. Tough break for Kobe, starting Trey Lance, who put up a goose egg. That, of course, happened because it turned out Aaron Rodgers wasn't actually, quote, unquote, immunized against COVID or fantasy blowouts. Uh, they're <laughs> Not too much to talk about here with Kobe. Uh, it's a brutal team who had an especially brutal week. Kobe's very much on to 2022 right now. Sam now, Matt, has some dudes uh, kind of show out a little bit last week. He's got Herbert, Waddle, Kurt uh, in the DB trio who all had good weeks last week. Matt definitely has some pieces to play with here in the future. Can be bright with a little TLC. Um, it, it, we talked about it earlier, but this is one of my bullet points here. Brendan and Jeff and I would have killed to take over a team with this much talent, even compared to what we had, uh, back in 2016, I think it was. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've heard this before. Just have to mention it, you know, Hey, <laughs> you know, real talk. I'm, I'm pretty proud of where all three of us are at this point. Cause we yeah. inherited dog shit. You guys have come a long way. There's no doubt. When you take over the expansion teams, plus, you know, one of the worst teams in the history of the league and really make everybody relevant, you know, in the last, last two years, both, all three of you have been relevant. So that's good. That's good for the league. We should get to pick one player from Matt's team. <laughs> everybody gets one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. No way. <laughs> like how many do you get to protect? Two. Honestly. Yeah. How many does Matt I get to protect? Need, it's like NHL. I need, yeah, I only need to re uh, protect a handful here, and the rest you guys can bid over. <laughs> and then we give him a third. <laughs> there you go. All right, next matchup here was Kellen versus Brendan. Obviously, the brother bull. Um, like I talked about in my uh, my segment last week, this is going to be ugly. Brendan's is is just destroyed with injuries right now. Um, Kellen just rolled the dog right over him, even with a terrible week from. You know, Najee didn't have a good, you know, I mean, had a good week, 15 points, a good week, but terrible week from Jamar Chase, obviously getting 5.9 when he's been scoring 15, 16 a game. That's not going to cut it. Cortland Sutton has really tanked since Jerry Judy came back. Um, it'll be interesting to see going forward how that plays out. But, you know, Brendan just, just uh, got buried into a mattress here, as Mike Hill would say. So <laughs> tough week there for Brendan. You know what the difference was here? What's that? Josh Allen greater than Josh Allen. 
Yeah, because the Jags are elite. So like Scott, Han- Scott Hansen, I thought he was gonna come in his pants when he oh my god, that. he brought it up so many times. It was awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I just have to say also, Coop Cup number one, baby. Keep Not straight more. He's, he's doing all right. OBJ right. sucks. OBJ is trash. <laughs> he's gonna right, be cut right. in two weeks. Next matchup is Jeff versus Corey Hagerman. Kellen, tell us about this one. This was a close one. The, the former Irish Tiger, uh, Nick Chubb, put on an absolute running back clinic. Uh, other than that, though, is Corey's defense that carried him to the promised land, uh, specifically Roquan Smith. Jeff had a down week after trading for another former Irish Tiger, Matthew Stafford, who, uh, here's another footballer's reference, pooped in his big boy pants. Uh, don't worry, Jeff, our, our boy Stafford, uh, give him another week to meet the guys in the, in the trash trunk locker room and uh, learn the pay, playbook. He'll bounce back for you. Jeff yep. had a tough week, but uh, a tough week, but I think he's, he's a contender. He'll be back. What do you think, Brennan? Yeah. If you're starting off hard, hot, Corey kind of has let his foot off the gas a little bit the last few weeks. He needed a big W here. He got it. Uh, Jeff, a tough loss for him, but I think he can afford it. He's just still in pretty good shape. So yeah, so, for Corey. so Jeff started six and zero. Oh. We've seen this uh, in Jeff's history before. Jeff, uh, a few years back, I want to say he started. I feel like it was eight. No, it must have been six and zero. Oh. Started six and zero, oh. lost seven straight, missed the playoffs. And you got to imagine the amount of shit this dude was talking when he was six and zero. Oh. You just I, can't even imagine. There's nothing worse that can happen in this league than Jeff winning a title. I promise you, nothing can be worse. I'm here for it. Oh, I think I, oh. that would make for a great offseason. Oh, yeah. He, he would let you know. There's no doubt. But I got to say that his Stafford trade actually cost him a win this week, literally. Um, he would have obviously started Baker. the only other quarterback he's got. Baker scores 18. Stafford scores 14. He loses by two. <clears throat> oh. Bada bing, bada boom. Stafford is uh, ruining Jeff life yet again here. So, <laughs> hey, tough. That's a tough look. All right, playoff position coming into week 10 here. We have Jim with the number one seed, Callum with the two. Jeff has the three, Ryan the four, Walt the five, Julian the six. Uh, teams that have fallen out since last week, Corey Stevens fell out of the playoffs uh, since last week. And teams jumping in, uh, Julian replaced Corey Stevens here in the playoff race. The 2022 top five, again, this is off of potential points. If you're not making the playoffs, your record is irrelevant. It's all about your potential points. Uh, the number one pick is from Kobe's team. That pick is owned by Julian. Number two pick is Orico's team. That pick is owned by Julian. Again, Julian still has the top two picks. I would imagine with the trades Orico has made, he'll probably ultimately jump Kobe, but we'll see. Uh, the 1.03, which is Rich, Rich's pick, is owned by Walt. The 1.04 is Corey Hagerman. He owns his own pick. And the 1.05 is Brendan's team, which is owned by Kobe. Boo. Boo. All right, on to the fab review. Brendan, what's your favorite ad this week? Uh, I like Jordan Howard for three bucks from Jeff. Uh, I was hoping it was Boston Scott because I have him in uh, the keeper league. I'm in with Matt and Kellen, but looks like Jordan Howard is going to get the carries there. Um, well, um, Miles Sanders is out. Three bucks, pretty cheap. Got the number one guy in Philly, so good pick up by Jeff. Yep. What do you got here, Kellen? I just – I agree with everything you said, just except the Jordan Howard part, like – that can't be real, right? <laughs> they, they can't be sustainable. But my pick was Leighton Vander Esch. Kind of, I don't know. I see it as like a lesson. I don't know. This, this is a really smart move for a bottom-tier team. 
I don't know if he needed to spend five bucks, but I mean, this is what the basement teams of the league need to be doing. Find those guys that are going to be free agents that you can get for cheap or free. Um, pick them up because I mean, they're not going to hurt your potential points right now. They're going to sign somewhere probably where they're given a good opportunity for playing time. See how the offseason treats them, where they sign. Do they get right into that starting role with where they sign? Um, Cause that's, that's kind of the road to production for linebackers. So five bucks well spent to Kobe, maybe could have gotten him for cheaper. I don't know, but um, yeah, I like the strategy behind it. Let's see where the offseason takes Leighton Vander Esch and, and maybe he, he finds himself in a productive role next year. Honorable mention for the for the same reasons as David and Joku uh, to Walt, who's also uh, for the same reasons he's a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, for me, it was Jordan Howard. I agree with Brendan. Um, I'm really surprised he squeaked through for just three points or three bucks and actually made it to the second day. Nobody bid on him the first day, so cheap ad. He could end up with a rest of the season role, you know. But again, he could be just a mirage, like Kellen saying. Um, Rico, did you have anything to add with these? I just want to throw uh, up when I hear the name Jordan Howard. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I that, yeah. my team, but we'll see. But he's a he's a one right now. So I mean yeah. you're getting a one one for three bucks. That's a bargain. Yeah. No How doubt. long he lasts, we'll see. All right. What's your least favorite, Colin? Drew Tranquil to myself for two dollars. Um <laughs> We'll get to it later, but apparently my linebackers didn't get the message that Bipocalypse was three weeks ago or whatever. Um, so I am just desperate for a linebacker this week just to fill my roster. Tranquil was actually my, my consolation prize backup option, too, because um, my bid for TJ Edwards, who I really wanted for $12, was $4 short of being uh, – or t- was $4 short of beating out Kobe for him. So now this just looks like a homer pick. <clears throat> with me picking up the former Notre Dame guy, but I promise everyone this wasn't my first option. I make a lot of homer picks, but I, I own them. This was my backup option. This was not, this was not option A, so lay off me. <laughs> Brendan, what's your least favorite? Uh, Taylor Heineke. I just hate him so much. Four bucks for chicken <laughs> I just hate him so much. <laughs> I it was two ways to actually go and see what the next lowest bid was, but I got to believe it, it was, wasn't more than a buck or two. I don't know if four was needed for him. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, my least favorite was Leighton Van Der Esch uh, to Kobe for five. Logan hates him because he's trash, and I'm going to defend Logan here. He, he was <laughs> cried since he was a baby watching those highlights. So I almost mentioned that. He knows. He knows LVE is trash, so that's my least favorite. Do you have one here, Rico? Um, I don't know if I have one, to be completely honest. I don't know enough about the defensive guys here to really have an opinion just yet. Okay. All right. Biggest overspend, Brendan. Hey, let me, let me pause real quick. And Enrico's a guy to have opinions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will speak my mind. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Kellen knows. He's not shy, but yeah, he'll, he'll get there in due time. We'll have him on in two months and he'll be, he'll be rifling off opinions. Right. We played 83% of the snaps this week, down from last week's 94. I can't wait. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll have stats. He'll be ready to go. All right. Biggest overspend, Brendan? Uh, Eno Benjamin with Kellen. Five bucks. I didn't get Eno. It's Who Mike. got Eno? Oh, Mike. I don't know why I wrote Kellen. Probably because I didn't look really hard. Because I live in your head rent free. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not it. Um, I know everyone's hurt on 
Arizona. I still don't think he's going to get many of the, the touches. I don't think he's going to last more than a few weeks. Five bucks seems pretty heavy for a guy that might not play. Yeah. Holy shit, he looks good, though. Yeah, that he trucks. Yeah. Him, dude. That was awesome. He was on my taxi squad all last year. Yeah, he was on my taxi squad. Whoops. He won Good Morning Football's um, Angry Runs this week. He won the, the Angry Runs scepter. Uh, Kellen, what's your biggest good. overspend this week? TJ Edwards for 15 bucks because anything over $12 was stupid and fiscally irresponsible. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> off. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, mine was actually TJ Edwards, too, even though I love his situation. Uh, Kobe didn't need him, but I definitely understand what Kellen was saying earlier. Uh, Kobe's actually stacked with linebacker production right now. I'm assuming he's looking to sell some guys because he has been hammering linebackers the last three or four weeks, and he has found – a lot of guys that are young that have found themselves in, you know, the, the three down calling the plays green dot roles. Um, he's really got himself in a nice spot there at linebacker. So uh, yeah, like Julian yeah, who are in the playoff race, but have horrific run linebackers, you know, that's a, that's a place to look. But as you guys know, if you're talking to Kobe, you better open the wallet because uh, nothing comes cheap when it comes to Kobe. Unless you're trying to get Jamar chase from him. I, well, looking back on it, that might've been cheap at the time. That looked like a gross overspend, but you know this is why uh, this is why there's no block and trades. This is why every this is trade why goes you through. Play the game. That's right, because you just don't know. All right, biggest value, Kellen. Everyone but TJ Edwards. Eat shit, Kobe. <laughs> Love it. Biggest value, Brennan. Uh, yeah, Jordan Howard here again for the same reasons I already talked about. Okay. Uh, for me, it was Eno to Mike for five. Uh, I like the player. Definitely worth an add. This reminds me of a few years ago, I picked up Chase Edmonds, almost exact situation. You know, the starting running back was on the last year of his deal, um, which is exactly what uh, Chase Edmonds is on right now. He's on the last year. So, you know, Benjamin could theoretically take over that Chase Edmonds role next year. And I'm, I don't remember. So I'm not going to say that. Uh, what's his name from Pittsburgh? Can't think of him right now. James Conner is on a one-year deal. I don't remember, but I know that Chase Edmonds is in the last year of his rookie deal. So maybe, Eno has long-term value. So I'd like that ad there by Mike. All right, week 10 matchups. Uh, so we are going to break these down a little bit here. Uh, first matchup we have is Scott versus Jim. Jim is seven and two, first in points four, second in potential points. Scott is three and six. He is fourth in points four and fourth in potential points. Take us home here, Rico. Uh, what was the matchup again? Scott versus Jim. Okay, okay. Um, I'm go trying first. to pull this up. Yeah, Kelly, go to. first. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, sure. Uh, this is actually my game of the week uh, with all signs and it's kind of pointing to Jimmy to solidify himself as the far away, far and away front runner uh, to bring home the trophy this year. And Scott's already sold off a piece or two, but he's still the defending champ. Um, he seems like a, a prideful guy. So maybe he'll have a big pregame speech in the locker room to his guys. So they really step up and get fired up this week. Um you know, it's not like a passing of the torch or anything. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's been relevant in this league the whole time I've been here and probably longer. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, if, you know, Jimmy could kind of lay the smack down on this one. It kind of has the makings. But Scott could actually – he could also have a good week and, and sneak up on anyone in this league. So uh, it'll be an interesting game to kind of watch throughout the week um, on Sunday. So, um, I don't know, I'm going to have – I'm going to have eyeballs on this one. Yeah. Uh, what do you got here, Brennan? Uh, it came down to Jimmy being pretty healthy. I think you got a pretty strong lineup. Buys aren't really going to be a factor in you too much. 
Scott's running back situation, now that he traded Kamara, uh, Saquon's hurt, uh, a couple other things going on. It's just not very good. It's also missing Odell, so I got I got Jimmy winning. Orico? Yeah, I, I I'm going to have to. Too, by the way. Just, okay. Yeah, I think, Jimmy, your team just looks a little bit more complete um, at the moment. I mean, with Kamara, this would be close, I think. It, I mean, it is – it's still, I mean, points-wise, looks like it's going to be close. But um, I just – I feel like your team is just going to pull away here, Jimmy. Yeah, this is a uh, must-win. Got to make it happen. All right, Ryan versus Kellen here. Ryan is 6-3. and three. He is 8th in points 4, 10th in potential points. Uh, Kellen is 7-2, 2nd in points 4, and 1st in potential points. Brennan, what do you got here? Brennan, I think you're muted. Did he freeze up? Yeah, huge, oh, huge. Oh, there he goes. Uh-oh. Huge. We got you. Good. Yeah, we got you. All right, so huge game for Ryan. Uh, if he wins, he's tied for second in the league. Uh, Kellen has a lot of bye weeks going on, including J- Jamar Chase, Logan Ryan. Uh, Ryan's pretty much only missing T. Higgins, and I think he can survive without it. So this is going to be my upset of the week. I'm going with my enemy, Ryan. Oh, enemy turned into <laughs> enemy. Okay. What do you got here, Callan? Call, call him a milk bag body. Uh, <laughs> call him a bitch. I haven't had, haven't had enough drinks. <laughs> so, so this is this is also my upset of the week. This is the real bipocalypse for the Irish Tigers. Brendan already mentioned Jamar Chase uh, and Logan Ryan, but add to that list, Tay Crowder, Khalil Mack, Zach Cunningham. All on buys. Um, so we're rolling with uh, Drew fucking Tranquil and Grant bum-ass Delpit to fill in the gaps. Uh, meanwhile, Tom Brady is coming off his bye week, and I'm thinking this is the week CMC really makes his full, uh, hey, I'm, I'm back announcement. So uh, I can't believe I'm favored right now in the points, but uh, Ryan by a milli. Uh, this is my upside of the week. What do you got here, Rico? Yeah, Kellen, I mean, all those buys, I, I was just looking at your team, and that's pretty tough to overcome, man. Um, plus, I kind of have a feeling you're right. It's been a long – when's the last time we had a 30-burger from McCaffrey? Um, you know, so, like – Take a 30-burger. I'm worried about 40. <laughs> you know it's coming at some point, his welcome out back party. So, plus, I mean, Tom Brady coming off the buy. Uh, yeah, unfortunately for you, Kellen – it's not looking good. Is uh, is Cam Newton playing? Not this no, week. Not, no. not this week. DJ Walker this week. So for me, um, obviously both teams are a little banged up. You know, Ryan doesn't have Edmonds. Probably not going to have New Hopkins. Looks like Jamal Williams is going to sit. T. Higgins on a bye. Kellen's got Claypool looking like he's out. Obviously Jamar on a bye. Kellen's whole defense is pretty much on a bye. Um, I think we're going to go clean sleep here. This is not going to be my upset. But uh, I got Ryan winning this matchup yep. here. So that means Kellen's sweet. winning. Yeah, you, know, that's, you know what this yeah. means? When you're yeah. watching the pregame show and you see everyone has the same yeah. picks? Yes. You hop yeah. on DraftKings, you hammer their team. All right, I'm changing mine. Going Irish Tigers, lock of the week. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. That's All right. Fine. Mike versus Rich. Uh, Mike is four and five, ninth in points four, fifth in potential points. Rich is two and seven, twelfth in points four, twelfth in potential points, and is in full-on sell mode. Callan, what you got here? Yeah, I'd love to call it a rivalry game, but like you said, there's you know Mike's going for it and Rich is going for it in 2022. So um, 
And Mike caught a good break with James Conner being the guy in Arizona this week. It looks like with Chase Edmonds out. Russ is going to be back cooking for Seattle this week, I think. Um, and I also like that Mike has two offensive players in Corderell and Amari Cooper in the Dallas Atlanta game, which has the highest over under of the week at 54 points. So uh, that one should be a shootout. I wouldn't be surprised either if Bobby Trees and the Rams get back on track after last week's shit show of a game. Uh, and he also has Tyler Higby, who's a part of that. Uh, so he could be a, a beneficiary of that uh, bounce back week as well. And my preseason prediction that Hassan Ruddick is going to be a diamond in the rough for Mike looks to be spot on. He's just racking up sacks right now. So a um, lot going for Mike. Uh, meanwhile, Rich has already taken steps towards uh, looking towards 2022. Mark Ingram and Zeke are a solid running back core this week, but um, with Kamara banged up, but Rich's wide receivers are just brutal. Rich has some pieces that can score, uh, but I, this is actually my lock of the week for Mike. Yeah, um, I'm just going to take my little bit of time here just for a, a PSA for Rich. Uh, Rich still has Zeke. If you want Zeke, come and get him. Come correct, though. You know, he's he's a, a big-time player. He deserves big-time assets, but he is available. He does have a solid playoff schedule. Not a great one. Not a bad one, though, but uh, – just in case you are looking to make a run, you know, Rich is in business. Just bring bring your wallet. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I got the same thing here. Mike wins, lack of the week. But Rich would love to ruin this for Mike. So it would make it would make him very happy to, to, to steal a week here from Mike, no doubt. Arico, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, if that's going to happen, he's going to need a huge game from Zeke. Absolutely huge. And I just don't know if that's coming. Um, Zeke has uh, been hit or miss for me lately. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to go lock the week. Um, Mike's team. So let me ask you guys this. Does Zeke have that upside anymore? That win a week, that Christian McCaffrey upside? I don't know. I mean, I think he has a safe floor. Um, Definitely. But I just don't know if he's got that Christian McCaffrey slate break, you're going to win the game. Okay. Brandon, what are your thoughts here? Um, Yeah, I I think Mike's in a weird spot where if he doesn't win this week, he's in big, big, big trouble. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, looking at his lineup, I, I think it's very clear that he's better and he's got better matchups than, than Rich overall. I think he's going get, to get away with the win. Yeah, I mean, James Conner is stepping into more carries. That's going to be a really good break for him. Um, Russell Wilson coming back should be huge for him. I just I, – he it's a clear better team. Yeah. All right, Corey Stevens versus Walt. Can I touch on that Zeke question real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No. I think it's, I don't think he's got the CMC upside. I think only CMC has that. But I think Zeke, like take take pass catching out of it, which obviously is a big part of, of the game, uh, especially in fantasy for running backs. But I think in, in just in terms of running the football and being a, a running back, I think Zeke's a top three dude in the league. Like I think he's up there with Nick Chubb, who I have number one as far as just running the ball. Um, probably Derrick Henry went healthy and I'd probably put Zeke three. So okay. I, I think he's that good. And still that good, even though he's a little bit older than those other guys. He is. Don't get me wrong there, but I mean, there's just so many other targets. When has Dallas ever had like an Amari Cooper and a CD lamp to spread the ball around to, you know, like, and that, and that I Wilson feel like guy used that came to, out of nowhere last week, yeah. with, like two touchdowns. Yeah. Zeke was just getting fed the ball. I feel like when he would, earlier in his career um, and Zeke can catch but you know I just kind of wanted to to make it just like pure oh, running back but yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. No, I I'm, I'm a Zeke slappy, so <laughs> I've always I've always loved the guy. All right. <clears throat> Next match up here is Corey Stevens versus Walt. Corey is four and five. Like I said before, he's third in points four and potential points. Walt is five and four. He's fifth in points four and sixth in potential points. Uh, to me, this is the game of the week. Um, obviously, like Brendan mentioned earlier, <laughs> Taylor Heineke is going to be starting in this game. That's just brutal. Uh, Corey will have Dearness De- De- Johnson, though. looks like he might get that Cleveland backfield to himself. Um, obviously, New England's a tough matchup there. Um, adding A.J. Brown, to me, is just massive for Corey. I think it takes him from, you know, kind of a, a fringe, fringe team to a team that you really don't want any part of. You know, when you think he's got, you know, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Pittman, you know, that's a, that's a scary team to play, you know, in a one-off type game, in a playoff type of game. Uh, for uh-huh. Walt, um, obviously, we're going to probably know where he stands with this matchup after Thursday Night Football here. He's got Lamar going, Hollywood going. Um, he doesn't have Sam Hubbard this week. He doesn't have Logan Wilson this week. You know, it's going to force him to start Kenny Young. He only played 66% of the snaps last week. You know, tight end, huge problem for Walt since Brock went down. He's only scored 36 points at tight end in the last six weeks. So, you know, with that addition for, for Corey of A.J. Brown and then, you know, having the league's best defense and all of those dudes now are back from a bye, I think he's just too strong. I think Corey wins here. What do you got, Rico? Yeah, honestly, I was I, at first. I I didn't. I I was on the opposite side of this. But the more you look at Corey's team, I mean, he is he is a solid team here. Um, a little weak at running back. You know, Damian Harris questionable. Don't know if he's going to play. He's getting lucky with Chubb uh, being out with COVID here, and Dernis Johnson looking like he's going to get another start here. Uh, but yeah, that wideout trio with CDAJ. Um, Pittman, I mean, even AUK had a great game last last week, and you know, Pitts at the tight end position, great defense. I think, um, I think originally I was going to go with Walt here, but I, I'm going to have to go with Corey. I flip flops too in the middle of my analysis. As Brendan's up next, but I just wanted to mention that, yeah. I, you know, quick look through. I was like, yeah, Walt's got this, but spoiler alert. I'm thinking, well, I well, I love I love Walt's like quarterbacks and running backs. I mean, Daryl Henderson, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette, uh, those are solid. Marquise Brown, I mean, Marquise Brown has the potential to go off here. Um, we'll see. There's a lot of time left in this game. Um, but I feel like Lamar always scores points. He finds a way to score points. But the, uh, the running back room and the, and the tight end room um, could use a little work here. Um, advantage, other team. Corey. Yeah. Corey, yep. Well, it's looking good because uh, the, this Baltimore and Miami game looks to be a stinker right now. So uh, this is bad news. Three nothing right now, Ravens. Yep. So it looks like a, a, a tough ma- a tough week to have the uh, and rely on the Lamar and Hollywood stack. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Brendan, on to you. Orico, check your uh, trade inbox. Brendan. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hey, Matt. Heads up. Jimmy's been pushing for a mid pod trade. For, oh, for two years, two years, <laughs> two years. It'll happen one time. It'll happen. Let's see it. All right, Brendan, what do you think about this? Uh, this matchup here, Corey. Yeah. And Walt. So this was also my game of the week. Walt five and four. Corey four and five. Huge games for the standings. Uh, points four. They're only about four apart. Apart. Um, so winner of this game takes a, a pretty good, pretty big lead in that standing wise. Um, I wrote these notes before this game Thursday night game started. Um, Walt had the huge QB advantage in Lamar. He also had the Hollywood Brown um, connection going uh, while Corey was playing Taylor Henneke. 
obviously that's not looking great right now. Um, a lot of time left. A lot of time still left. Uh, they got some ground to make up. Uh, wide receiver in the rest of the way offensively, I think Corey has the slight edge. Um, I went with Walt, though. I, th- I still think that he was going to get it done. Okay. So I, I need might. Lamar to pick it up. I need Lamar, Lamar to pick it up. Lamar did the same thing last week. Terrible first half, huge second half. So yep. very possible. Kellen, did you have any more or are you done here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Um, so I'm not surprised. That, like, I think, did you all make it your game of the week? Yeah. Well, it's just huge. Yeah, so I guess I'm the only one that didn't, but I almost did. Only one game separates these two teams in the standings, and it's a really tight playoff hunt right now. Um, I really struggled. Like I said, I flip-flopped on it mid-analysis. I ultimately settled on Corey as my winner. Um, yeah. But both teams kind of have some solid matchups. Um, Corey has two players in, in C.D. Lamb and, and Kyle Pitts in that Atlanta-Dallas game that I already mentioned that has the highest over-under of the week. Um, you know, I'm taking a class right now about casinos in Vegas. So, um, you know, we got we to gotta put some stock into that um, to make uh, the old LSU Shreveport proud. Um, it's also got Michael Pittman against the Jags. That's a juicy one. Um, and his quarterback, although it's Tyler Heineke, he plays against Tampa, who's been pretty bad against quarterbacks this year. Um, I think all of that is just a little more than Walt can handle, even though, well, I had the Lamar Hollywood stack plays Miami, uh, expect a big game. Um, I don't know right now. It only takes one play or two plays, but things are looking a little stagnant right now for that Baltimore offense. Um but I do like Walt's running back core two and Henderson and Fournette, but I think all around Corey's team is just a little bit better. So Corey in a close one. All right. Uh, next matchup, Arico versus Julian. Arico is four and five, 13th in points four and potential points. Uh, Julian is five and four. He's 10th in points four and seventh in potential points. Arico, who you got here? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with my team. Um, hey. I'm not, I'm not going to not take my team first, first, uh, week in the league here um but ultimately i you know i think i stand a chance here um a lot of players on uh what's the name of his team again sorry oh St. River Rats? Think, yeah SJ River Rats, yeah. yeah the river Rats. sorry I'm, they don't have the names next to them when i'm looking at them yeah no when i looked at it he's got a lot of guys i mean derrick henry just went on the ir alvin Kamara, a little bit banged up here you know mike evans looking in a smash spot uh tyler lockett could be back maybe i don't know Pretty up and down lately. Mike Williams started fire, but where's it been lately? Obviously, love Pat Fire. I mean, I can't, can't say enough about that. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's a shot. I mean, again, my team has lost some pieces here, um, but we got some young talent um, like Jalen Waddle, like Mark Andrews. Hopefully he gets into the end zone here while we're on, on, the, on the pod. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to go with my team here. Matt, right. you are currently winning 6.24 to 6. So, <laughs> love it. Would you look at that? Time to live bet the River Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, what do you got here? Uh, yeah, this was my lock of the week. Sorry, Matt. Um, I got Julian. Uh, just old AJ Brown. I, I know you don't have your own pick, but you really want to win still. So, uh, Julian's team is overall way better. I got Julian. All right, Kellen. Yeah, the, the Muth is Luth, and now he plays the Lions, so that's helpful. Um, Julian's skill positions are some of the strongest in the league, and that's without Derrick Henry. 
so he jumps out to an early advantage here in regards to the eyeball test. Um, and especially that's with no AJ Brown for Matt. Um, Matt has some players. I don't see this as especially close of a matchup. Matt, welcome to the league. Glad you're here. Hold this L. <laughs> Julian, uh, Julian up big in this one. Yeah, I got Julian in this one too. Um, obviously, match plan for the future here. Oh, yeah. Right. Building towards the future. Hey, that's what you got to do. All right. Kobe Me, Brennan, and Jeff suck for three years. So <laughs> you, you can suck for a year. <laughs> it won't kill It'll you. It's like a half a year. Builds character. Yeah. All right. Kobe versus Corey Hagerman. Uh, Kobe, two and seven. He's last, last in both points four and potential points. Uh, Corey Hagerman is sixth in points four and 11th in potential points. Um, who you got here, Brennan? Yeah, yeah, Corey. He needs a W bad to stay alive. Kobe's pretty trash. Uh, is Rogers back this week or not? Possibly. We don't not, know. We know yet. We don't even know yet. Either way, I, I think Corey's team is still way better than Kobe, who at this point is just – I don't think he cares. So, I got Corey. All right. Kellen? It tough breaks for Corey with, with Chubb on COVID protocol and then Zach Moss also battling a concussion. Um not that Kobe cares too much because of the, the boat he's in with Rodgers. Corey has some pretty okay backup options with Swift and, and Godwin for his flex positions. Um, and both are coming fresh off their buys. So um, this one kind of has some makings of a slap fight, but I'm fairly confident Corey walks away with a win here. Uh, for me, I think this is kind of a trap spot for Corey. Um, he might not have Kyler again. It uh, doesn't look like he's going to have Chubb. Godwin pops up with a foot injury. He hasn't practiced the last two days. No wit, no Roquan Smith. Uh, he's on a bye. I think Corey's in trouble. Um, Matt's Steelers wide receivers get the Lions. We all know how that goes. Uh, we assume Aaron Rodgers will be back. I mean, we saw him on McAfee. He looked just fine. So I can't imagine he's not back here. Um, I'm going to pick Matt. I'm going to have Matt steal this. I'm going to have Matt as my upset of the week. Rico, what do you yeah. got? This is interesting. Um, I, I, you know, just looking at it without looking too deep into the teams, I, especially looking at the record and everything, I thought Kobe was going to get rolled here, but um, I don't know how he's two and seven. He doesn't have a bad team. No. At all. Um, eh. I, I, I kind of like your analysis here. This could be a trap game. TJ Edwards is going to go off for 40. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Kobe first. breaks his leg Trade first play of the game. Edwards. I now hate TJ Edwards. <laughs> oh, really? Tell us. That's the awesome. worst. Julian, go get some of those linebackers. All right, last matchup here, Jeff versus Brendan. Jeff is six and three. He's seventh in points four, eighth in potential points. Brendan is four and five. He is 11th in points four and ninth in potential points. Kellen, what you got here? This one's easy for me because um, I know how the season's gone so far for Brendan this year. Uh, it's just not your year, bud. Uh, I agree with what Jimmy said last week that Jeff's about to go on a tear. Um, I think me and you, Jimmy, were in sync that it was, we thought it was going to start last week. Um, but I expect a bounce back game for Stafford this week. Big games out of Delvin, Ackler, Devontae, Justin Jefferson. Brennan's offense just quit on him and is non-existent. There's not even much to mention there as far as a counterpunch to Jeff's team. Um, other than Josh Allen potentially stepping up and, and getting back on track, which could very well happen. Brendan, if you win this one, though, it's because Josh Allen showed out and your defense blew up. So 
Miles Garrett, Chase Young, Freddie Warner, Nick Bolton, Kyle Duggar, Malcolm Jenkins, where are you at? Help your boy out. Step up for Brendan because the offense on that team just quit and died and had mental health problems, whatever. But um, I don't think that happens, though, Brendan. Sorry. So Jeff's my pick. Okay. All right. For, uh, for me, uh, Jeff's lineup looks kind of scary this week. He's looking good. Um, you know, Dalvin out here getting extorted. Brendan's kind of hoping to extort Dalvin. Yeah. And uh, make sure he doesn't play this week. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that Delvin thing is gonna. That could be. Yeah. That could be crazy. It's, it's gonna be weird. That is gonna be something to watch going down yeah, the line. It's gonna be in the. Especially with all these, No, I was assaulted. The he said, she said. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's what he Literally. said. Yeah. Yeah, he was the victim. That's right. his, I missed his that. <laughs> what a defense! Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be weird, man. Did you guys hear the the Henry Ruggs defense? That. Uh, yes. Oh my that, gosh! No. I just. Just stop. Just stop. What was his defense? That uh, the fire department took too long to get there, which is why the car burned up, which is why everybody's, you know, why the person died. Like, dude, oh. just stop. Just so stop. Wasn't... Uh, I, th- I thought yeah, he was going to try to defend right? himself from going 128 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah, wild twice the legal limit. Yeah. I thought you were going to say. is when he hit the brakes. Was yeah. it 156? <laughs> that was, was the highest thing they saw him at. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say that's when he started drinking was when he was waiting for the fire department. <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> taking so long. That's That'd a bad something. joke. Yeah, That's <laughs> terrible, yeah. Too soon. Too soon. All right, uh, like I said, Jeff's, Jeff's looking real good. Brendan's starting the uh, such elite options as DeAndre Carter, Jalen Rager, and Mullally Cox. <laughs> I think Jeff is going to wax Brendan this week. Yeah, uh, yeah we Jeff's team that. is just – yeah, Jeff's team is just strong. I mean, that is – a strong offensive unit right there. Stafford on a bounce back, just picked up OBJ, got a little momentum going. Delvin Cook trying to run away from his problems. You got Eckler out there. I mean, then you got Devontae Adams and Justin Jeff. Yeah, I mean, this is just a t- this is a tall order, Brendan. And I yes. don't know if you, your defense can play well enough to overcome it. Yep. Brendan, what you got here? Uh, my notes say I'm trash. Period, Jeff. <laughs> Everybody's hurt. Everybody's got fake mental health issues. Just didn't wow. want to play this year. It's just been an absolute shit show. He can run. He's a doctor. It's okay. To he not knows. Be okay. Uh, right. My right. Top three running backs. My top two wide receivers. It's just bad. It's been a bad. Yeah, we all feel really bad for you. Hey, should. I liked your team before the year. No doubt. Yeah. Can't predict. All right, boys. Well, I appreciate you guys being on here. Uh, this was a good one. Glad we were able to get a Rico on here. It's uh, not yeah, always absolutely. Nice to get the new guy on, and he's able to, you know, kind of introduce himself to everybody. So uh, good luck going forward. Rico, let's uh, let's discuss this trade. We didn't make it happen yeah. on the pod, but uh, we can I, figure I, it I don't know. Here. Yeah, I mean, Elijah Mitchell and Jeremy Chin for just one first. I, yeah. I might need a – and it's a 2023. Hey. Uh, those are two, two young studs I can uh, use on the team moving forward here. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it for that cheap. Okay. Didn't know if you were in discount uh, mode or not. So we'll see. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, I love to hustle. Um, <laughs> always open to wheeling and dealing here, but I just, like you said, if I'm going to give up two young assets, I'm going to need some more. All right. We'll talk some more. All right, Kelly, yeah. take us out of here.
Yo, HFFL, welcome to Jedi Corner Week 10 edition. Oh my goodness, week 10 already. It's crazy. I can't even believe that. Uh, this year is going by so fast. I was thinking about it and college football season's like coming down to an end and it's just crazy. I feel like I haven't <clears throat> seen enough. Um, before we know it, it's going to be over. All right, let's get started here today. Uh, I got to talk about the standings. Uh, number one in our standings, the Barrow Snowmen, still seven and are now seven and two. I should say, still the leading scorer in the league by quite a margin, almost sixty some point seventy five points now. So um, that's probably going to stay that way unless he, you know, just shits the bed one week. So. That's the Barrel Snowman, number one, probably going to make the playoffs, no matter really what happens. I doubt he loses every game for the rest of the season, so probably going to make the playoffs. Fire up Irish Tigers at 7-2 and two also, second best record, or tied for the best record in the league. Um, definitely the second most points scored in the league, uh, so second place right there. Third place, Trash Drunk Get Drunk, 6-3, and three. Um, uh, seven points ahead of me. Um, who's in fourth place, the Jedi. Um, so those are the seven, two, six, and three teams, and then drops down to five and four teams to round out the playoff teams, the Shade at five and four, uh, and then the SJ River Rats at five and four. Um, both of these teams have done a little bit to help their teams out and you know make their teams better this week. So they look to make that push into the playoffs. Right below them in seventh place, Trust the Process also just made a trade to uh, get A.J. Brown to help out his um, place, and hopefully he can make a push to the playoffs. So we should have some pretty interesting um, playoff um, playoff games coming up these next couple weeks. Uh, teams that have to win, if you lose, you might lose that spot in the playoffs. Next team, Running Backs Matter at 4-5, and five. got a win last week. Um, he's kind of, I think, selling talked about, so, um, he's probably not going to make that playoff push, but still possible, I suppose. Next four and five team, asymptomatic or grammaticas, uh, down 1,574 points, not too far below, um, others, but definitely behind in the, you know, the points there for people that are trying to get in the playoffs if he was to tie them in record another four and five team make my team great again lost two in a row not looking good for make my team great again who many picked as the best team in the league um at four and well one of the best teams in the league um it's just not i doubt he's i don't think he's gonna make the playoffs i mean he's he's lost two in a row uh really not looking good for him at this point um, the new guy, Matt Orko. Yeah, I hope I said that right. Sorry, Matt, if I didn't. Um, four and five, taking over, you know, one of the worst teams in the league. He made made some sales, so uh, he's definitely, you know, came in, uh, hit the ground running, made a trade, gave away A.J. Brown, but got, a lot, got some picks in return so he can, you know, create a team that he likes. So I like that, um, changing some stuff up. Uh, three and six team and in what, 12th place in the league, Teddy bridge over troubled water. Um, 
we thought this was the best team in the league and at three and six obviously proving that it's not now points for actually really far up there i believe he's like i don't know third or fourth in points for i believe uh fourth in points for by a point so he's almost third in points for uh just really bad luck on teams that he's playing uh it's just the way fantasy football goes sometimes so three and six there bottom two teams roll tide who um has been you know trying to give players away uh trying to trade players i shouldn't say trying to give them away he's asking uh what a lot of people are saying high prices for people but um i obviously made a trade with them this week um to make my team a little bit better for that playoff run and then kobe at two and seven worst team in the league this year um and i believe that it'll probably stay that way as we finish out the season all right matchups this week first matchup i'll talk about jonesboro jedi fire up irish tigers this is my game of the week um has you know, top five implications here. Um, I really need a win uh, or else, you know, if I don't score a lot of points this week and lose, um, it, I could be looking at, uh, you know, getting kicked out of the playoffs here very, very shortly. So I need a win. Fire up Irish Tigers ty- trying to stay uh, in that two seed, try to get that bye in the playoffs. So um, a pretty, pretty big game here. Second and fourth place teams playing against each other. Um, Fire Up Irish Tigers has a lot of buys on his defense. I don't know if that's really going to um, bother him, but um, I'm going to pick the Jonesboro Jedi this week. I think some of my guys come through. It sucks I don't have T. Higgins this week, but um, thank God I got Melvin Gordon. I'm actually going to start two tight ends this week. That's that's scary, Um, but we'll see how it works out for me. Um, Jonesboro Jedi win. Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water against the Barrel Snowmen. This game is huge. Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water could very well make the playoffs if he was to win out. Uh, you know, he'd have to have some things happen above him, but it's it's very possible that he makes the playoffs with his scoring uh, this season. So this game is huge. Playing against the number one team, the number one scoring team in the league, uh, I think that this is probably some a game that he has to win in order to make the playoffs. Um, I do not, however, think that's going to happen. I think the snowmen keep rolling. Snowmen win. Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water out of the playoffs. Asymptomatic or Grammaticas against Roll Tide. Roll Tide trying to make trades, you know, get rid of his team, set himself up for the future, um, make that, you know, future team, future Tide a little better. Uh, I, I just don't think he has enough at this moment with this team right now. I think Asymptomatic or Grammaticas win keep his playoff live uh playoff hopes alive trust the process against the shade trust the process with that big trade for aj brown oh gosh he's got some good receivers cd lamb aj brown michael Pittman has been coming out too um with kyle pitts dearness johnson's gonna see a lot of playing time this week uh with the un kind of unknown of nick chubb so actually did they finally announce he's not playing i don't know i'm not very in tune with things right now um the Shade, trying to keep that playoff spot. Uh, this is a very tough call for me. The Shade just seems to just keep winning. Um, but I have to take Trust the Process with the new addition of A.J. Brown here. Trust the Process wins and puts himself you know, in that, in that front seat of that playoff 
making the playoffs. Jesus, I can't talk right now. The new guy, Orico, against SJ Riverettes. New guy in his first game, traded away, you know, his best piece, really, if he was looking to compete, which he's not. Um, so this one's easy for me. SJ Riverettes wins uh, with the additions that he's added to his team, Alvin Kamara. Um, he should he should get this one pretty easily, I would assume. So SJ Riverettes stay in the playoff hunt. Kobe against running backs matter. This one's easy for me. Uh, obviously, when running backs matter changes his lineup, which I do think he will do. He usually does it on Sunday. So uh, running backs matter is going to win this game. Kobe just not good enough to win. Um, he does have Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Um, they are playing the Seahawks. Seahawks give up some points. So uh, he could pull this one off, but I'm going to go with running backs matter right now. Last game, trash trunk get drunk against make my team great again. Trash Trunk get drunk rolling. Added Matthew Stafford uh, last week. I think that he continues to roll here. Uh, gets a win, a big win for himself. Keeps himself in that, you know, third spot in the playoffs. Make my team great again. Basically loses any shot he had at the playoffs after this week. Trash Trunk get drunk wins. All right, guys. Um, it's been good. Uh, I think Jimmy's doing a pod tonight, so you might have a pod. Um, this is Thursday, by the way, so you might have a pod today. Hopefully, uh, Walt Baby Love gets back on here. I have some, uh, outro music, um, hoping in hopes for Walt Baby Love in hopes that he will be back this week. Uh, until next week, good luck. Hope you lose. At least if you're playing me, Kellen, sorry.